moments, I want to speak over the subject. Does God have room in your life? Por unos momentos quiero hablar en esta tarde si Dios tiene lugar en su vida. Sometimes we get caught up with so much stuff that we forget to make room for God. A veces nos ponemos tan ocupados que se nos olvida hacer lugar para el Señor. And if you have your Bibles, I want you to go with me to Luke chapter 2 verse 7. El libro de Lucas capítulo 2 versículo 7. And I believe that God is dealing with us and some of us have already started to make room and some of us, all we have room for is Him. Yo creo que a uno de nosotros hemos hecho lugar para Él y unos, todo lo que tienen lugar es para Él. Pero también a veces hay cosas que se ponen en el medio que no tenemos lugar para Él ya. But at the same time, there's things that get in our way that we don't have room for God anymore. The Word of the Lord says, And she gave birth to the firstborn son. And she wrapped him in clothing. And she laid him in a manger. Because there was no room for them in the end. Lord, I come before you and I ask you that everything you place in my lips would be that which you have for us to hear. God, that I may die and you live. That your Holy Spirit would anoint me to speak. God, that today we could hear that which our hearts desperately need to hear. God, in spite of all the bad news that we've heard these past couple of weeks, God, today we've come to hear some good news. Today, God, we come to hear the word that changes the heart and transforms the mind. God, speak to us that in your name we pray. And the church of God says, amen. You may be seated for a few moments. How many of you have ever had to make room for something new? ¿Cuántos de nosotros hemos tenido que hacer lugar para algo nuevo? We have to come and we look. If you buy a TV that's 40 inches and the TV you had before was 30, you're probably going to have to make some room. Si usted compra un televisión y es de 30 pulgadas y el que compró es de 40, va a tener que hacer lugar. If your carport was big enough to fit a little Yugo, then that means if you come up with a big old Escalade, it ain't going to fit in that little parking lot for a Yugo. You got to make some room. Si usted tiene un carro pequeño y compra un carro más grande, no va a caber ahí donde está ese carro pequeño. Va a tener que ser lugar. Well, the God that we serve, the son that he sent for us is big. El Dios que servimos y el Dios que, él, que mandó es un Dios grande. Tenemos que tener lugar para recibirlo. We have to have room to be able to receive him. We have to have room to hear his word. Tenemos que tener lugar para oír su palabra. Sometimes God will speak through the pastor, through the music, through the evangelist, and we can't hear him because we have no room for God's word. A veces el Señor habla por el pastor o el evangelista o el, el que toca la música, la alabanza, y no podemos escuchar de Dios porque tenemos muchas cosas en el medio. We have a lot of stuff in the way. I know sometimes my wife walks into my boys' room and she's like, I can't even walk in here. There's so much stuff everywhere. Sé que a veces mi esposa entra al cuarto de los niños y dice, no puedo ni caminar aquí adentro porque no hay lugar. Hay muchas cosas donde quiera. And I feel that sometimes that is how the church is. We are so preoccupied with everything else. We've got everything else stacked up in front of the door that there's no room for God to come in. A veces estamos tan ocupados, tenemos tantas cosas en nuestra mente que no tenemos lugar para el Señor. 
Pero el Señor hace una pregunta en esta noche. ¿Tienes lugar para mí? God asked that question tonight. Do you have room for me? Do you have room for the glory of God? Do you have room for the healing of God? Do you have room for the joy of God? Tienen lugar para la gloria, el gozo del Señor. Tienen lugar que caiga el poder en su vida. Do you have joy for the power of God to fall in your heart? Well, the Bible records of a man who did not have room for these people. The Bible records of a man who didn't have room for this child that was about to be born. La Biblia nos enseña de un, una pareja que tenía una necesidad muy grande, pero había un hombre que no tenía lugar para ellos. It is sad that we are living in times where even churches don't have room for God anymore. Es triste que aún unas iglesias no tienen lugar para el Señor para, para que se mueva. They don't have room for God to do what he wants. We have him on a tied down leash. Lo tenemos amarrado. Se puede mover en la mañana, pero en la noche de volada los tenemos que ir. He can move in the morning, but at night you got to be quick because we've got to go. We tie him down, but God needs all the room he can get because he He's about to pour out his spirit and we need all the room to receive what God has for us. And they come to this man and they knock on the door asking for room. Viene Jose y María y suenan en la puerta buscando un lugar para ellos. Porque ellos están para dar luz a Jesucristo. They're about to give birth to Jesus Christ. And they knock on the door and there was no room. Now there's three reasons that I believe that this man had no room. Hay tres razones por qué yo creo que la iglesia no tiene lugar para el Señor. Que los esposos no tienen lugar para el Señor. There are three reasons that come up that sometimes the church or the husband or the wife or the kids do not have. And I want to speak over those real quick. Reason number one being there is an indifference. Hay una indiferencia, indifference basically means I've got nothing in common or there's nothing that I care about that you have. Una indiferencia quiere decir que no tienes nada que me interesa. No tengo interés en lo que eres o lo que tienes. And it's sad, but churches have lost interest in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Las iglesias han perdido el interés del evangelio de Jesucristo. Este es un mensaje, no cualquier mensaje. This is a message. It's not just any message. It's a message that brings power. It's a message that restores. It's a message that heals. It's a message that picks you up. Es un mensaje que trae poder, que restaura, que te levanta. No es cualquier mensaje, but churches today don't have room for that iglesias hoy no tienen tiempo porque hay una indiferencia, they, there, there's something there, this is what the dictionary says about indifference, it means that there is an uninterest uncaring a, a uninvolvement an, an attitude of, 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 of just saying I don't want nothing to do with you la diferencia quiere decir que hay, alguien, hay algo en nosotros que no quiere nada que ver con esta pareja. No quiere nada que ver con este niño. No quiere nada que ver con este evangelio. Churches say don't preach the cross. It's too bloody. Churches say don't preach about sin. It offends me. I'm not here to offend you. But I'm here to tell you the truth that we need the gospel of Jesus Christ. Iglesias no quieren escuchar estas palabras porque hay una diferencia que dice yo no quiero nada con ese mensaje porque me ofende. What do you think your sin does to God? What do you think your evil ways do to God? What do you think your evil thoughts do to God? 
What do you think your anger does to God? ¿Qué piensa de sus pensamientos malos o esos corajes que hacemos? ¿Qué piensa que eso hace al Señor? Lo ofende. Pero yo le doy gracias al Señor que todavía hay iglesias que sí tienen algo en común, que sí tienen una razón por qué alabar a Dios. I thank God there's churches still that have something in common that say, you know what, God, you're welcome here all you want. You can come in and take every chair you want. You can open the doors and shout as loud as you want. You can dance from left to right if you want. You can lift up and shout down and bring down and pull up and pull out. All you want to do, do whatever you want. All the room is yours. Puede ser lo que quieras, Señor. Todo es para ti. But it's that indifference that doesn't make room for God. This is the problem with indifference. Indifference makes you walk on dangerous ground. La indiferencia es un peligro de andar en pasos muy peligrosos. This is what happens when someone becomes indifferent. Church becomes like a normal routine. Church becomes like a normal Sunday service. Church becomes like a just to go and to just stand there and leave home. Es la, lo, lo que es peligroso con la indiferencia te hace sentir como ir a la iglesia es cualquier otro día no hay nada muy grande en que ver en eso church I'm telling you every Sunday is a new day for me every Sunday is a new time to hear from God I know last Sunday was awesome oh but God's mercy is new every morning and his mercy goes on forever that's why I can't wait to show up to church yo sé que cada domingo el Señor tiene algo nuevo es por eso que no puedo esperar llegar a su casa you just never know what God's going to do You just never know what God's got up his sleeve. You just never know. It might just be tonight that God heal you. Quizás esta noche es cuando Dios escoge para sanarte. No sabemos lo que Dios va a hacer. But indifference makes you walk on that mentality. I wonder. Sunday's going to be the same. If I miss it, I already know what's going to happen. If church has become a routine to you, it's not that the pastor's not doing his job. Sí, sí, ir a la iglesia se ha hecho una rutina para ti. No es que el pastor no está haciendo su trabajo. It's not that the music is not being worshipped and sung right. No es que la música no está siendo cantada bien y tocada bien. It's because you're the problem. Tú eres el problema. But let me tell you this, this does not happen overnight. Esto no pasa durante la noche. Esto pasa durante meses y años. This happens Not one day over the, from morning to night, it happens from day after day after day of you not making room for God. I'm going to be perfectly frank with you. Voy a ser honestos con ustedes en esta noche. I didn't get this big overnight. Yo no me puse tan fuerte como soy durante la noche. It took some months and some years and lots and lots of tacos, but I got here. Se llevó muchos meses y días y muchos tacos. Many Long John Silvers, brother. Many Burger Kings and Water Burger Runs. It took a long time for me to get the size that I'm at. It didn't happen from yesterday to today. Para poner ese tamaño nos pasó de ayer a ahora. Se llevó mucho tiempo. And that's the same way indifference comes in. It slowly starts creeping in. So you become apathetic. You become used to being there. You become used to doing the same thing. Se acostumbra a hacer lo mismo. Pero se lleva tiempo. That's why we start closing the gap and God doesn't have room anymore. Es por eso que cerramos la puerta y a Dios no tiene lugar. But God comes knocking. 
at your door and says, I've got a word for you, but we don't got no room. El Señor viene y suena en nuestra puerta, pero decimos, no tengo lugar para ti. Indifference causes you to shut the door on Christ. La indiferencia causa que usted cierra la puerta en el Señor. How many of you have ever had bill collectors come knock at your door? ¿Cuántos han tenido cobradores venir y sonar en su puerta? ¿Cuántos los abren con gran gozo? How many open that door with a great joy? No, we're like, shh, turn off everything. Paguen todo. What was that, Dad? Forget it. Indifference makes you want to hide from God. You're afraid that when you open the door, he's going to tell you what you don't want to hear. You're afraid that if you open the door, he's going to tell you to change something. La indiferencia te hace esconder de Dios, cerrar la puerta, porque tienes temor que él te va a decir lo que no te no quieres oír. But I'm going to tell you, church, if God's going to tell you what he's going to tell you, it's because you need to hear it. Si Dios te va a decir lo que te va a decir, es porque lo tienes que oír. It's not because he hates you or doesn't love you. No es porque te odia, no quiere nada contigo. Es porque te ama. It's because he loves you. So I've got a word for you. Open the door and let God in and let him say what he wants. Abre la puerta y deja el Señor entrar. Not only does indifference close the door. Whenever there's indifference behind the pulpit. Cuando hay indiferencia detrás del pulpito. It only preaches what people want to hear. No más predica lo que la gente quiere escuchar. I don't know if you've ever gone to one of those services. Those are the most lamest, boring services I've ever been to before. Where the pastor's telling me, oh, all the strength is within you. The giant killer is inside of you. And when it comes out, it'll bring you down. El pastor comienza a predicar mensajes de que, que la gente quiere oír. Y esos son los mensajes más horribles que oír. You walk away the same. I was reading an article. They said that the reason why most teenagers leave the church. Estaba leyendo algo que escribieron y estaban diciendo que la razón que muchos de los jóvenes se van de la iglesia is because the church is teaching them something that they can get at school. Es porque la iglesia les está enseñando algo que puedan recibir en la escuela. How to have manners. How to be a better person. If you, just, if you just live right and if you have a smile on your face, you can hear all that junk at school. This church is not meant to pat you on the back. It's meant to tell you when you stand in the word of God, you can do all things through Christ. When you cleanse yourself of unrighteousness, God will set you free. Man, think about it. Why are people going to come into a church you can get off of a TV channel? Why are people going to come to a church you can receive something, the same thing sitting out in a restaurant? No, people want to come to church because they're in need. La gente viene a la iglesia porque tienen una necesidad. That's why I go to church. I got a need. I need God. I got a problem. I need God. I got a situation. I need God. That's why I go to church because I need him. I don't come because I want to wear a suit or because I want to be there. I come because I want to be with him because I absolutely need him beyond a shadow of a doubt. But if you're not going to give me him, and I don't want to be there. Several years ago, I went to a doctor. Unos años atrás, fui a ver un doctor in Mexico, of all places, in Mexico. But I was in a lot of pain. 
had a real bad pain on my leg. Tenía un dolor muy fuerte en una de mis piernas. No podía caminar. And the doctor's sitting there and he's running tests on me. Está corriendo unos exámenes en, en mí. Y me comienza a decir, tienes que hacer esto y esto y esto y esto y esto. But none of it had to do with my leg. He started telling me, you got to do this, do this, do this, do this. But nothing had to do with the pain on my leg. I said, what about my leg? He says, let's fix everything else that's worse. I'm like, what? I came because of this. There's nothing else wrong with me. Vine, le dije, pues, ¿qué de mi pierna? Dice, no, vamos a componer todo lo demás que está peor y lo llegamos a la pierna. I don't know about you, but if I go to the doctor, you better tell me what I want to hear. But when has the doctor ever told you what you want to hear? What if a doctor comes and tells you, ooh, you're, you are absolutely on perfect fit. He'd be lying if you're looking at me, right? I had a sister from the church who went for a physical exam and they told her that she had to get in a diet. She said, but all I got to do is eat a lot of hash browns. Hash browns. What kind of diet is that? I want to get to know that one. The doctor meant Mrs. Dash, but she understood hash browns. I said, sister, that's the wrong diet right there. Sometimes when you go to the doctor, you're not going to hear what you want to hear. But he's going to tell you what you need so he can fix the problems in your life. That's the same thing in the same way God works. A veces vamos a un doctor y él te va a decir lo que no te quiere oír, no quieres oír. Pero él te va a decir lo que tienes que oír. And the doctor said, you're going to go home and you're going to get on a diet. And you're not going to eat tortillas. And you're not going to eat meats. And you're not going to eat this. And you're not going to eat that. Believe me, I walked out of that hospital so depressed. No more sodas. No more joy. It was all taken away from me. And I still had the leg pain. Todavía tenía el dolor de la pierna. I came home, couldn't drink sodas. Couldn't eat tortillas. You're like, from way, I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about past tense, okay? I, that was before I was where I am now. For the three weeks, I was so depressed. I didn't want my wife to talk to me. I was angry because she made me go to the doctor. But then my leg pain started to go away. See, because the doctor told me the problem I had was I was too overweight. See, that's why I haven't gotten a diet because my leg still feels great. <laughs> no, I got to get in a diet, but we'll talk about that. That's another message for another day. I, I told my dad, you call that doctor because he took me off of these diet, this food, and I feel horrible. I feel sick. And I'm eating right, and I feel like I'm going to die. Dije, mi papá, háblale a ese doctor porque lo que él me dijo que tenía que hacer me hace sentir, ahora me siento peor. And I was just eating healthy. This is what the doctor said. It's because you got used to being sick. You got used to being sick and you didn't even know you were sick. Dice, es que te acostumbraste a estar malo ni sabías que estabas malo. And that's the problem that we are in sin. And we get used to living in sin. And we can't tell the difference from one way or the other. And then we wonder why God can't pull us out of our mess. If we let God in, he'll tell you what's wrong to fix what needs to be fixed. And your life will change. To make a long story short, I lost 80 pounds within a year and a half. I don't know how, but they all came back. <laughs> but this is what I want you to understand. If God is going to tell you what he's going to tell you, it's because he needs you to hear what you need to hear. Si Dios te va a decir lo que te va a decir es porque él tiene que, tienes que escuchar lo que él te tiene que decir. Another reason why he couldn't let him in. 
he was too busy. Otra razón que no podía entrar era porque él estaba muy ocupado. He was making sure everyone else staying in that hotel, in that inn, in that guest house had exactly what they needed. Él estaba muy ocupado vigilando que no le faltaba nada a los que estaban ahí. How many of you have ever gotten so busy in your ministry you forget to talk to God? How many of you have gotten so busy in your walking with Christ that you forget to talk with Christ? It doesn't make any sense. To read the Bible all you want, but you never let God speak to you. No hace ni una, no, no tiene cualquier deseo, cualquier entendimiento. Leer la palabra y no dejar a Dios hablar contigo. You can come to church and your mind be so busy because of your problems and your storms at home. Puede venir a la iglesia y su mente muy ocupada por los problemas y nunca escucha a que Dios hablar a tu vida. How many of you have ever been sitting there and your wife's calling you, you're like zoned out? Not on purpose, but it's because you got a lot of things going on. ¿Cuántas veces, como nosotros, nuestros esposos, nuestras esposas hablan con nosotros y a veces no los escuchamos porque nuestra mente está bien ocupada? How am I going to take care of this? How am I going to pay for this? How am I going to get this? How am I going to afford that? How am I going to get this for this for this son? How am I going to get this for that son? And our minds are so busy that we can't even hear what God wants to say. A veces nuestra mente está tan ocupada que no podemos escuchar a Dios hablar a nosotros. But the doctor said I was sick and I'm going to die because now I'm sick and there's no way out. El doctor dijo que estaba enfermo, ahora voy a morir. Y nunca escuchamos la palabra de Dios que dice, yo estoy contigo cuando quieras por tu vayas. I am with you wherever you go. But we're too busy to hear that from God. We're too caught up in making money. This man was, was in a hurry because everybody who was in his room was paying him. He wanted that quick buck. Él estaba muy ocupado porque él quería estar seguro que nada le faltaba porque le estaban pagando. How many of you take over time when you really don't need to? You just want to make that extra dollar. And the only thing is that it keeps you from going to God. The only thing is you don't worship God like you used to because you get so caught up. I've had people come to me in my church saying, Pastor, I have this opportunity and it's better pay and it's better this and it's better that. I said, but how is it with God's time? What is it going to affect in your work, in your walk with God? Vienen y me preguntan, Pastor, ¿qué hago? Me ofrecen un trabajo mejor, con mejor, con mejor beneficios y esto y lo otro. Pero les pregunto, ¿cómo va a ser su andar con Cristo? Is it going to affect that? Because you can make all the money you want. But if it affects your walk with Christ, you stop making room for Christ and you will fall. Si no hacemos lugar para el Señor, los va a hacer caer. I'm going to tell you this. You may not know this. But people with money still go to hell. Gente con dinero todavía va al infierno. It don't do any good to go to hell broke. And it don't do any good to go to hell rich. But I don't know about you. I may not be rich, but I ain't broke. But I ain't going to hell. I'm going to heaven because I'm going to make room for God. We have to have room for God. We, we, we want God to do all these things. But we don't want to make room for him. Because we're too busy and everything else. Estamos bien ocupados en muchas otras cosas. You know that one of, they say that one of the most stressful times of the year is Christmas. Dice que uno de los tiempos más difíciles del año es el tiempo de la Navidad. Because everybody wants to get the right gift. Everybody wants to make sure they get this, 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 this. Have you noticed that you've got under your tree, you've got gifts for everybody? And you forget whose birthday it was. 
You forget the gift that God needed. He needed you. You forget the gift that you should have gave, and that was your worship. You forget the gift you should have brought on Sunday, but you spend it on someone else who's probably going to open it and not like it anyways. But if you give your worship to God, he's going to bless you, and he's going to let his power rain down on you. I mean, how would you like it if they have a birthday party for you, but they don't bring a gift for you? They don't celebrate you. Now, we, we stopped having parties for me a long time ago. But when have you gone to a party and the person that it's for, they don't have them there in the house? ¿Cuándo ha ido usted a un pobre o un pobre de cumpleaños y el que cumplió años no está ahí? Don't make sense, right? I, I, have, I have a godson. Tenemos un, un, uh, un godson. He else he was one year old and they had a birthday party for him the only thing is I called them and it was around 2 in the morning they were still partying les hablé como los 2 de la mañana y todavía tenían el cumpleaños y todavía estaban haciendo lo que estaban haciendo y le dije no voy a decir su nombre but I said where's the baby ¿Dónde el niño he said oh él se durmió como las 8 de la noche oh he fell asleep around 8 o'clock at night I'm like hmm you figured the party would be over then. He's no longer there. And they're still having a party. Something wrong there. And that's how it is on Christmas. We get so caught up on parties. We get so caught up on business parties. We get so caught up on the Christmas lights. We get so caught up on gifts and this and sweaters. They got Santa Claus and reindeer and snowmen. We get caught up on all that stuff. And where is God in all of this? Where is Christ in all of this? We get so busy in everything else that we ain't got time for God. Nos ocupamos en todo lo demás, in everything else, and we forget to make room for Christ. I'm going to tell you, the hero of Christmas is not Tiny Tim. It's not Frosty the Snowman. It's not Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's not Uncle Scrooge or whatever his name was. It's got nothing to do with none of them. The hero of Christmas has always and will always be Jesus Christ. This is why we need to make room. Because he is the reason for the season. El Señor es la razón por que celebramos la Navidad. Now one more reason, and this will be my last reason why we don't make room for Christ sometimes. Because of ignorance. Por la ignorancia. Ignorancia. Ignorance means you don't know. This man didn't know who he was sending away. This man had no clue who Joseph and Mary were. And much less didn't have an idea of the baby inside Mary's womb. Now I'm going to tell you, when my wife was pregnant, she was the most beautiful thing and she still is. And those kids were the favorite ones. I couldn't wait for each one of them to come. And I was blessed knowing that I was going to have children. But it didn't compare to the baby that Mary had inside her womb. It didn't compare to the son that was about to be born. It didn't compare to the son of Jesus Christ. It didn't be compare. He was going to be the one who was going to change the world. But because of this man's ignorance, he had no idea who this man was. La ignorancia que este hombre the Bible makes it clear my people perish because of lack of knowledge 
La Biblia lo hace claro que gente va a perecer porque no tienen entendimiento. They don't have knowledge of who Christ is. And I know that part of the reason is because the church doesn't, the preacher doesn't preach about Christ. Yo sé que una de las razones es porque la iglesia a veces no predica a Jesucristo. But I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that Christ has made himself evident. Even if a preacher doesn't preach about him, yo sé que el Señor los ha dado la evidencia que él existe. Angún si el predicador no predica, porque la creación clama Jehová. Creation shouts that there is a God. You've got no reason to say I don't know about God. You've got no reason to say I don't know. Because his creation cries out, there is a God. Creation cries out, there is a God. Creation says, there is a creator, and his name is Jesus Christ. Creation says, there is a creator that created me, and look at me, I'm a tree, and I breathe freely, and I give oxygen. Why? Because there is a God, and I'm telling you today, there still is a God, and he's still alive. But ignorance kills. La ignorancia mata la iglesia. This man was ignorant. He had no clue who this man and this woman were. Several, many years ago, we got to the house. I never forget, we were kids. And my mom said, did y'all hear? This singer died. And she's a Christian singer. And, and all, everybody's crying because she died. We're like, Who is it, mom? Who's a Christian singer? That's back in the day when we had tapes. So we could go look for the tape. And she's like, mom. Uh, who is it? She's like, ah, don't know. They just said she was a singer and she sings with an S. Her name starts with an S. Who is it? I can't think about it. Who is it? And we started mentioning this name and that name. Nope, 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 nope. Something about she lives in Corpus. Ah, pues quien sabe, mom. We don't know who you're talking about. Who, who is it? And then and all of a sudden she's like, it's Ina or Lina or Selena. I go, Selena, she ain't a Christian. She was ignorant because she didn't listen to that music. That's, that's fine when you don't know better. But I know that you come to this church and they tell you the truth. I know that you come to this church and they preach you the gospel. I know that you come to this church and they give you the word and the praise and the worship for you to sing. So there is no reason for you to be ignorant about it. There's no reason to you to say, you know what, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know who Christ is. No one's ever told me about it. You are a liar. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Mentiroso, mentiroso, sus pantalones están en fuego. I don't know. I don't know everything about Christ. But I do know he loves me. Yo no sé todo del Señor, pero yo sé que él me ama. And that he loves me now. I'm going to end you know, already, but let me tell you, this, this is why it's so important for you to make room for Christ. The Bible tells us in 2 Kings chapter 8 that there was this woman who made room for a man of God. La Biblia nos dice en Segunda de Reyes, capítulo 8, que había una mujer que hizo lugar para un hombre de Dios. He was a type of Christ. Era un tipo de, de Dios. Now this man was a man of God. And this woman made a room for God. Esta mujer hizo un hombre para Dios. Es decir, 
Now, let me explain to you the room that God is looking for. See, because when they came and knocked on the door, Mary and Joseph, they knocked and they were asking for a guest room. Cuando María y José vinieron y sonaron en la puerta, ellos estaban buscando un cuarto para los que visitan. And there was no room in the guest room. No había lugar en el, para los que visitan. That's not the room that God is looking for tonight. Because this woman did not make a guest room. Esta mujer no hizo un cuarto para los que visitan. She said, let's make a room just for him. Dijo, vamos a hacer un cuarto especialmente para él. Guest rooms were always in front of the house or on the side. El, 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 el cuarto para los visitantes siempre estaba en un lado de la casa o enfrente. Pero esta mujer dice, vamos a hacer un cuarto arriba de la casa. We're going to make a room for this man on top. Why on top? Because that meant that that room was only for God. Es decir, que ese cuarto va a ser nomás para Dios. No va a ser para la tía Juana o la tía Pepita. Va a ser nomás para Dios. It's only going to be for God and no one else. See, a guest room is intended for you to come, but for you to leave. Un cuarto para los visitantes. Es el, el, el entendimiento de ese cuarto es que puedes venir, pero los cuantos días... Te me tienes que ir. I mean, you had some guests that just don't want to leave. ¿Cuántos tienen visitantes que no se quieren ir? You throw, you throw hints like, well, when are you going to be hitting the road, brother? You want me to help you pack? Because those are the people you want to leave. Esos son personas vienen y, y les, les tiras unas, unas flechitas. ¿Y cuándo piensas irte? No quiero que te vayas, pero ¿cuándo piensas? Adentro estás diciendo porque ya me caes gorro. You already, got, you already made me worry. I'm tired of you already. I, I had a, some time ago, several years ago, a brother says, can I go stay at your house, just me and my kids for a few days? Uno, un, un, un varón dice, puedo quedarme en su casa nomás unos días, yo y mis hijos, porque los corrieron de la casa, they ran us from the house. I said, sure. Well, that week turned into months. And it went from four kids to eight kids, the husband, the sister-in-law, and then I don't know who else that was, but they were there. And I kept giving them the hint to leave. We would lock ourselves in my own house. I would get all my kids in my room and lock the door so we could eat pizza. Because they never left. nunca se querían ir, se quedaron ahí por meses. But the room I'm talking about is a room you build on top. And this room is noticeable. It's going to change the structure of your house. Va a cambiar su, su cuarto como se mira. Ya antes no tenía doble piso, ahora va a tener doble piso. Pero este cuarto es decir, te puedes quedar todo lo que quieras. This room is to say you can stay all you want, God. If you want to be here all night, it's all night. If you want to be here all day, it's all day. But I'm going to make place in my heart that you can come in and stay there all that you want. If you want to be there in the rainy season, be there. If you want to be there in the hot days, be there. If you want to be in my storm, be there. If you want to be in my fear, be there. You stay as long as you want. That's the room that God wants. This is what happens. The Bible says that her son died. Eso es lo que pasa cuando usted hace lugar para el Señor. La Biblia dice que su hijo murió. 
buscó a Dios Pero antes de ir a buscar a Dios Fue y lo costó En el cuarto que hizo para Dios Her son died And she was going to go look for the prophet For the man of God For the type of Christ But before she left She went and laid him in the room That she made for God If you wonder why God sometimes doesn't answer you It's because he's got no room to come to If you wonder why God sometimes does, doesn't show up It's because there's nowhere for him to show up But when you make room for God You can bring your burdens You can bring your pain You can bring your sorrow You can bring your family You can bring your dead relatives You can bring your beat down friends And you can lay them in that room And that God That you made room for Will show up And the Bible says that boy Began to breathe all by himself again Why? Because she made room for God La Biblia dice que ese niño Fue levantado de vuelta Porque él hizo lugar, ella hizo lugar para Dios But That's not the end of the story The Bible says that a famine came to that city. La Biblia dice que vino una escasez, no había comida ni nada, y el profeta los mandó que se fueran. The prophet sent them to leave. After seven years, they returned back. Después de siete años, regresan para atrás. Y su tierra ya fue vendida. Her land had already been sold. Her house had already been sold. Su casa ya fue vendida y su tierra también. She takes her son, the son that God raised from the dead. Toma su hijo, el hijo que Dios resucitó de los muertos. Y se va a buscar el rey. She goes and she looks for the king. And this is why it's so important you make room for God. She gets to the king. And on the way to the kingdom. Cuando ella estaba andando al, al, al reino del rey. The prophet's servant was sitting down with the king. El siervo del profeta estaba sentado con el rey Y le dice al rey Quiero que me platiques de los testimonios De los milagros que hizo su, el profeta King tells the servant of the prophet I want you to share with me some stories About the, pre, the prophet's miracles And he started to tell her He said king one day there was this woman Who made a room for God And her son died And my prophet came and prayed for him And life came back Dice Rey hay una historia que le quiero platicar Y es que un día una mujer hizo un cuarto para Dios Y su hijo murió Y mi, mi, mi profeta oró por él Y él resucitó And while she was sharing the story There was a knock on the king's door Mientras él estaba compartiendo la historia Había una, un sonar en la puerta y cuando abren la puerta Está parada esa mujer con su hijo That woman with her son Is standing there And the servant says King That's the boy I was talking about That's the woman that I was talking about Dice Rey esa es la mujer Que te estaba platicando Ese es el hombre El hijo que te estaba platicando Estaba muerto Mas ahora está vivo And she comes in and says We've lost it all We've lost our cattle. We lost our fields. We lost everything. We don't have nothing left. And the king said, you know what? 
because of what God has done, I give you everything back. I give you back your land. I give you back your house. I give you back your money. I give you back everything you lost. I'm going to tell you something. When you make room for God, He's going to always got your back. He's going to always show up for you. He's going to always provide. You may not have room for the world, but if you got room for God, He'll never let you go. I think that some of you tonight, you may have lost a lot of things. You may have gone through a lot of stuff. But I'm here telling you about a God who says, because you made some room for me, I haven't forgotten it. Yo le estoy diciendo un Dios que dice, porque usted hizo lugar para mí, no se me ha olvidado. Es decir, necesitas algo, te lo voy a dar. I'm going to give what you need, just ask. Who is this king? Who is this child? Who is this baby? Who is this son? What has he done that makes me want to make room for him? ¿Qué es lo que él ha hecho que quiere hacer? Que quiero que yo ahora haga lugar. Let, let, let me just share some of his background. The Bible says he healed the possessed man in Capernaum. He healed Peter's mother-in-law. He turned water into wine. He did the miraculous fish that were caught. He healed the paralytic. He cured the man with the withered hand. He healed the official son. He healed the centurion servant. He raised the widow's son. He calmed the storm. He set the demoniac man free. He cured the woman with a hemorrhage. He raised Jairus' daughter. He healed the blind man. He fed the 5,000. He walked on water. He cured the daughter that was sick. He healed the deaf and mute. He fed the 4,000. He restored the blind man. He healed the man born in Jerusalem blind. He healed the blind man in Jericho. He brought back hearing to the deaf. He restored sight to the blind. I'm talking about the one who went to hell and took the keys of life and death. I'm talking about the one who set me free. That's who I'm talking about tonight. That's why I'm talking to you to make room. This is just what he's done. Just a glimpse of what he can do. If that wasn't enough for you, this is what the Bible describes him like. The Bible says he's perfect and beautiful, loving and kind. He's breathing alive. He's active, amazing. He's inspiring. He's holy. He's righteous. He's loving. He's kind. He's friendly. He's helpful, trustworthy. He is forgiving, empowering. He is honorable, reliable, legitimate, productive, producing. He shares. He's powerful, mighty, compassionate. He will produce what you need when you're lost and when you're found. He's needed. He's required. He's requested. He's remarkable. He's extraordinary. He's supernatural. He's my king. He is Jesus. Do you have room? Do you have room this morning? Do you have room for this God that I'm telling you about? Have you made room for Jesus? There's nothing that you could want that he could not provide. I wanted a wife and he gave me a wife. He didn't just give me any wife. He gave me the wife I needed. I wanted sons and he gave me sons. He didn't just give me any sons. He gave me worshiping sons. I wanted a church and he gave me a church. I wanted a reason to praise him and he gave me a reason to praise him. I wanted a reason to shout and he's given me a reason to shout. That's the God that says have your main room. Pastor, 
I, I know you described him, but I still don't know him. Well, AKA, he's also known as the beloved son, the chief shepherd, the chosen one, the gate of the sheepfold, the good shepherd, the head of the church, the holy one of God. He is the hope, the joy. He is the honor of salvation. He is the I am, the image. He is the intercessor, the king of kings and lord of lords. Do you got room for him? Does anyone here got room for him? Does anyone got room for God? God to do what he wants to do in your life does anyone get to the point where you say God I'm done do whatever you want is there anyone here that's gotten to the point where you said God no more I'm tired of doing it my way it's all, it's all or nothing do whatever you want God I'm going to tell you if this man knew who that baby was going to be and kicked the man that was staying in the biggest room out. He would have gone to the biggest suite he had and kicked him out. He would have gone to the one that he loved the most out of all them rooms and he would have said, pack your bags, it's time for you to leave because Jesus Christ just showed up. And when they asked him, why? Why do you want me to get out? Why do you want to make room? Why do you want to go to church? Why do you want to worship him? Why do you want to lift him up? Why do you want to praise him? This is what I would tell him. For many years, I worked on radio stations. He is constant through generation. He is king over every nation. He is worthy and deserving of my praise. He is worthy and deserving of my mind. He is worthy and deserving of me lifting him up. He has defeated me in my rebelliousness. He has saved me in my sin. He has welcomed me into his arms. He has completed me and invited me. He has flooded me with his mercies. He has drowned me in his grace. Firstborn of creation. 
He is the giving, making nothing this formation. He is the one that by his word we are sustained. He is powerful in his name that by his word all creation was made. He is before all things and over all things he raised. He is holy. His name is Chira. He will provide. He is provided with praise. He is humble and he is loving. He is God. He is a perfect sacrifice. Praise him for his death. Lift him up for his raise. Praise him.